recording. Episode 92 of the PlayStation Report. Right now, I'm Frank. And with me is Tyler. Tyler, it's been a while, baby. It has, baby. We haven't talked since I since since I went on my adventure, man. Yeah. <sighs> no. Yep. You were out at PSX. Yep, I took a shit ton of photographs, which I am in the process of processing and editing in Photoshop. I'll get those out over the next week or so. But yeah, I've been gone, and I have I have been away from my video game consoles. Yeah, and 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 that's sad. But. You got to play video games at PSX. I did. I did get to play some video games at PSX. That was fun. Do we do we just want to dive in? Why don't you just dive tell us in? About PSX. PSX, man. Okay. Uh, PSX was fun. I I got to walk the floor, see some games. The first thing I went to was Monster Hunter World, which oh. is the mission they made us play from what I've heard is just one of the missions from the beta that you got to play. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed playing monster hunter world. It's I, luckily I got there because that was the first thing I saw on day one. And I got there when the line was short, the line became very quickly became very, very long. But yeah, I, I, I got to sit down, four-player co-op, did a hunt, and that was a lot of fun. So you did it with four people? Yeah. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, it, it was. they had a really cool booth set up. I'll have a picture of that. They had like the, I forget, it's called Ragia or something like that. It's like this big giant thing, and it's, uh, it's a big giant dragon thing. And yeah, that thing looked cool. Uh, I, other game. I listed the games out here that I did play. Let me let me just go over them real quick. Uh, Church of Darkness. It's kind of a Metal Gear-ish stealth action game where you're infiltrating a religious cult in South America. I I, I thought that was pretty neat. It's not necessarily. It's very much old school Metal Gear top-down perspective and that kind of stuff. Uh, I was bad at it, as I am with those <laughs> games. <laughs> I also played Moss, the PSVR game. Uh, I am really looking forward to that game. It's 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 pretty awesome. You control your I forget if they named the character or not, but you control the little mouse with like your sticks and stuff. But you reach out into the environment with the controller and like pull the triggers to like grab stuff and move it around. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Hold on. That, that that's the the game that was at E3, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the little little mouse. Mm-hmm. So how's the VR like perspective work? It's third person, right? Yeah. Is it like a fixed camera or Yeah, it you're like from a fixed position, but you can lean into the world and look around it. Like but you but your default position sitting position, it is from one angle and you just it's like you're looking into a window and you can pop your head in. Okay. That's neat. Um, just sent me a message about the call quality here. Uh, sorry for everyone listening out there. We we try we do this uh, 
over Skype. And we, we try to make it as good as we can. Um, maybe we have to. Maybe if we drop video, it's if you're okay with getting that. better. Oh, it's getting better. All right, yeah. it sounds good. Yeah, it's 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 fine now. Kind of right when we started the show, it was so bad. You sounded so robotic to me. That was like, I don't even know when I need when I should jump in because I don't even know when he's like done talking or whatever. But uh, it's okay. I I didn't get any of that coming from you, so the recording should be all right. Uh, but yeah. where I left off, yeah, I played Moss. Uh, it was a short demo, but I, I really enjoyed what I saw about that, and I want to play it when it comes out. Uh, I checked out the Devolver Digital booth where they had Sword Ditto and uh, Crossing Souls. Sword Ditto is kind of like a, it's a top-down action game where you have like a sword and items and stuff, and you run around. It's it's got a goofy aesthetic to it. Um, they call all your weapons toys. And like you're hey. fighting this person who want this, this the big bad guy uh, is an- very much anti toy and wants to destroy all toys. Uh, so yeah, it's it's like you're going up against the fun police. Yeah, that sounds fun. It's uh, goofy. It's, it's also uh, co op, so we can definitely play that together uh, if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Crossing Souls was their other game that they showed there, which is more of an adventure game, and it has this pixel art style to it. Uh, it has a very much 80s theme to it, in that the story with like government conspiracy and stuff like that. I, I think that's a very interesting <coughs> game. The characters are pretty cool. Uh, and the writing, up, like, up through the demo, the writing was really good in it, and I, I look forward to that when it comes out. Uh, so far, it's all been good news. Uh, the bad news... Here, uh, Golem, another PSVR game, yeah. almost, almost made me sick. Really? Yeah. Dude, that game's been in development for a really long time. Yeah, and I, I'm worried for it because uh, I, it did not, it did not take me long to not feel comfortable in that. Yeah, uh, that's not good. As soon as you start doing the movement and stuff, because the movement, it's you played with one move controller. You just pull the trigger and you lean to move and you can turn your head to change direction as you're moving. And there's just something about that just did not sit well with me. And I felt a little, I got through it, but I felt a little bit sick. <coughs> and, I, and it was only about like 10 minutes of gameplay. Uh, was the music good? Because uh, Marty O'Donnell from Halo and Destiny is doing the, the music to that game. Yeah, the, the music was good. Uh, I don't think the headphones they had there were particularly great. Yeah. Uh, they didn't quite fit over my ears uh, all the way, so I, I, I kept getting a little bit of outside sound. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a shame. You know, that, that at least it didn't demo well for you. I mean, I don't even think they've ever given a release date or window for this game, so it'll be out when it's out, so hopefully they can smooth it out but it's a game that looks intriguing from like trailers and stuff yeah i mean it it has a cool concept to it it's just that if i'm going to feel sick while playing it i'm not going to get through it right uh another psvr game that i played it's the one they uh announced at the p at whatever the keynote whatever you want to call it uh fireball zero hour it's very much like a rainbow six siege in vr yeah, this game looks cool. It is pretty cool, except that 
in using the aim controller, it... <laughs> I don't know. It The game expected you to hold the gun further away from your body than it felt natural. And... <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it it was to the point where it was throwing off my aim, and I I don't know. It like I'm not. I don't think I was as bad at first person shooters as that game made me look at first person shooters. Yeah. Because I was I had a guy with his back to me, and I I was trying to line the shot up, and just like the sights wouldn't pop up for me, the the red dot sight. So I just resorted to spraying, and it just wouldn't. It's. I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, I think they need to figure out a way to make it feel more natural to hold the gun in the position the game expects you to. I think maybe a solution for that is an extendable buttstock attachment for the aim controller. I don't know why that isn't a thing, because a lot of games do expect you to hold the gun out in front of you, and if you don't have that buttstock, your natural tendency is to bring it in tight. I love butt stocks. I love bringing them in tight. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, it looked neat when it, they revealed it. But. Yeah, it's an awesome concept. And I, yeah, I think it would it would have been a game that would be better if I weren't playing it on a show floor. Right. Uh, with people watching me play it because I was kind of like conscious of that, too. I was like, oh, God, I don't want to like fucking jerk around my head and stuff because that'll make everyone outside sick and it's yeah it's I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try that again in the comfort of my home yeah I also played Mother Gunship which is a bullet hell game where there's you craft uh, your guns like you can it's kind of like a mech building game except you build your weapons like you can have like you can you have to build like you have a, like a, maybe you have a turret and a laser and you have to like arrange it in such a way and use a connector piece so that they both fit and they're facing the correct way to shoot yeah it's i think i think that game's pretty rad i had fun with that when i played the short demo and then i sat down on the couch and played hidden agenda which is a playlink game yeah uh, that? It's great, except that uh, the crew that I was uh, rolling with all thought I had a hidden agenda. Wow. Well, and I didn't. Sneaky. I had no hidden agenda. It's just <laughs> that I made a mistake because you're supposed to swipe up when you get your card or something that tells you whether or not you have a hidden agenda. And I thought I swiped up. Like, I swiped up with my hand and just looked up at the screen, like uh, the TV screen, and I didn't realize that it, I didn't actually swipe up enough and yeah. they all they were all they all looked at me i was like oh shit and just <laughs> yeah. was it fun to play with people though yeah it, it, it was cool uh, i liked it um so you there's like an override mechanic uh where you can everyone votes on decisions but you can like use your override to like veto the vote and make it all go your way Oh, um, and you can, and there are like certain quick time events. So like the first first person to accomplish the quick time event uh, gets a bonus override or something like that. And yeah, it's, I I think it's it's a pretty rad game to play. Yeah, I think this whole play league thing that Sony's doing is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It's different, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, it's games that aren't necessarily targeted towards like hardcore game audiences, but more like people who like who might like a. I don't know. Who might like a game show ish kind of thing, or I don't. I don't yeah. Know. 
Yeah, that like I can see myself playing this game with my fiance, and she's not really a gamer, and you know of of actually playing with a controller and everything, but. We played through Until Dawn together, and she loved just sitting there watching it and getting invested in the story. But, you know, this is played on your phone, which is simple for anyone to understand. So, you know, I can, I can see that happening. I, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> more of these Play Link games, I think the more they do, the cooler it will get. Yep. And that's, that's pretty much everything I played at PSX. Uh... Although I did spend a lot of time sitting at the Dreams booth. They had this huge stage set up for Dreams where they were showing how you create stuff. And man, I want to I want to get my hands on Dreams. Yeah, I I think this was a fantastic show for Media Molecule. Like they're the winners out of PSX because people went in with dreams of like, well, I don't know about it. You know, is that game still a thing? I don't fucking know. And now people are coming out of it that played it or even watching some of it like, wow, I really want to play that now. It looks cool. So good for them. That's, that's great. It looks like a, you know, like they're good at these just extremely creative games where you like create stuff. Little Big Planet was fantastic. And this just kind of like seems like there's taking it up a whole nother level. Oh yeah, dreams. there's there's so much in there where there's like yeah. from like the, the 3D modeling you can do in the game uh, to like sound design. You can like create sounds. You can import sounds and voiceover and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you can like all the different like studio lighting effects you can do. And man, there's just so much, man. Like I can see somebody totally picking this game up just to play other people's stuff. And like, they don't even create anything, you know, cause it'll just be one of those wild ass things. It could be and and that's, that, that's exciting. Yeah, what excites me the most about that is like the the idea of collaborating because I know myself I'm not a great artist or anything, I, yeah, and I, I I can't like 3D model or make something look nicer that like that. But I can like I can handle a ton of game logic and stuff like that, and I can I can make a game out of the resources they have out of like all the tools that they make there. And I'm like, yeah, I can, I can fucking do that. Like, I can make the game bit of it if I have someone else building the resources or I just pull resources that people upload. And that's that's something that really interests me. Or if, I, I don't know if if you're all that interested in, like, the music tools there, but there's, like, a shit ton of music tools in that, yeah, too. Yeah, there is. There really is. I thought that stuff was neat. And then having, like, music trigger when you get to a certain spot in the game or when you do a certain thing in the game, it's attached to a certain action that you have to perform. And, like, yeah. all the, like, the the recording and stuff for, like, animation. And then you can go in and, like, keyframe it, too, if you if you need to get in tighter. Yeah. Uh, I can see why this game, you know, has been in development for a very long time. Said 2018. Yeah. And I am, uh, see, I, 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 I really want to get into that beta that they said they'd have. Yeah. It, it, I, I'm still like, even though a lot more people are excited about it now than before PSX, I'm still just worried that this game won't sell. 
at all because I think there will be a lot of people out there that'll just look at it and go like, what the fuck is that? You know, yeah, I just I, don't understand. It's, but, it's you know, good. with the whole creative thing, it could maybe sell on word of mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could. And like they could get some big names out there. I know like well, using influencers and stuff. There's some some people yeah. look at it some ways or another, but like maybe get this out in their hands and like show them all the different things you can do in dreams. Like, sure. The obvious thing is you're going to be able to make like 3d platformers and stuff like that, but you could also like make your own animated cartoon in this game. You could make, you could make a TV show in dreams. Right on. <laughs> and, like I, I think there is a lot of potential for this. And I, I, I'm really excited to see what other people can make. Mm-hmm. I want to see how the first person manages to make a gun in that game. It'll probably be pretty quick. Like an operational weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and just figuring out the game logic behind that, how to make like bullets and impact and how that, how that affects shit. Man. Yeah. Oh, how was the show like was it well attended oh yeah it was it w- there were a lot of people there and like the lines to, line to actually get into the event was pretty long but like they it was a lot smoother this year than last year that's good that's good and, and the, i think they had the floor spaced out in a way that was it made it a lot less it made it a lot easier to get around to where you needed to be yeah that's good did uh you go to any of the the panels I watched the dreams panel. I didn't. I didn't get to the other panels. Uh, I. I want to. I. I should probably go back and watch those. I'm. I'm especially interested in the Ghost of Shushima one. Yeah. But I. I kind of lost track of time and missed it. Yeah. It's. I mean, from an outsider, it's. I think it's easy to look at PSX and go like, "Yeah, this year sucked." You know, they didn't have a conference. They didn't have a lot of really big announcements but it sounded you know before the people that were there it sounded like it was a pretty neat show you know it was a little bit more i guess pax like you could say yeah i i I kind of felt that a little bit do you prefer it this year you know of the you know more laid-back style or you know last year big big announcements and all that stuff see i i don't know like it depends because it depends on what they actually have because if we have we know a lot about a lot of these games but if they weren't going to come out with dates in the first place i don't see a point in having a huge event right like unless unless that was to announce hard dates for the games and we didn't get that this this weekend so yeah I cannot believe that we're walking away from PSX not knowing when God of War comes out officially. I just thought for sure that was a shoo-in for that game. Just getting a release. I know they showed it off and stuff, but it's like, holy hell, dude. When is this game coming out? They are very hesitant to give any release dates, which I guess is good, you know. get the release date out there don't get don't get disappointed when they delay it but yeah all these games are just like 2018 it's like dude there's six of them when are they coming out come on Mm. just one one of them uh did you see uh, nino kuni 2 got delayed to 2018 i did yeah like march something March 23rd i think yeah 
And There's a lot of games coming out in March now. Yeah, there are. And if the rumor about God of War is true, that's also coming in March. Yeah. Jeez. Yes. I was looking at like next year and I'm like, man, there's honestly not much that I'm super interested in playing until March. So it might might not be bad beginning of the year, like catching up on everything from this year. Not yeah. a, not interested in Monster Hunter World? I, I saw you played it. I asked you about it. You said it was annoying to play. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I, play, I play that Monster Hunter World, and you can take everything I say with a grain of salt. I am not... This is my first experience to Monster Hunter, and, you know, I w- I've never really been called to this franchise of, like, man, I really want to play that sort of thing, but, you know, Monster Hunter World did look intriguing from trailers to me. The fact that it's co-op, I'm like, you know, it might not be a bad idea to, you know, jump in, and they had the beta, played, played the beta, and it's, it's just not my thing. It's really not my what, thing. What, what about it? It's not that the game is complicated. It's that it feels fucking so awful to play, in my opinion. Like, maybe, maybe that's a little too is harsh. It, is it like the deliberate animations and stuff like that? Or just the, just this, I don't know, the, the dynamic between like being slow when you have your weapon drawn and being quick when you, you don't? Uh, well... It, it, the biggest thing to me was the controls. I thought the controls are like not very well thought out, in my opinion. Like, I find it just incredibly, incredibly annoying. Like, the monsters are running away from you. So you're like, all right, I'm going to sprint after this thing, you know, or, you know, do something like that if you wanted to. And your dude puts his weapon away. It's like, fuck. So then you run up to him, and you're like, I'm going to start hitting him. But shit, I got to pull my weapon out. It's like, fucking God, it just got annoying every single time having to do that. It was like, I played with the bow, and the bow has like no fucking range to it at all, which I just found ridiculous. It was the most fun I had playing. I played with a bow. I played with uh, one of the big-ass swords and stuff, and I thought it was cool how – you know, they could transform and do different things, and and that was cool, but uh, it was just, like, incredibly annoying every time to just constantly have to manually draw your weapon out, in my opinion. Like, I, you could just totally skip that animation and be fine, especially if you're playing as a bow, it, with a dude with a bow. Like, if I'm going after the monster, I just want to be able to press l2 and aim and start firing you know but instead i have to pull my weapon and then do it. it's like yeah it sounds like a first world kind of petty thing but i just thought it was it was really annoying and i just think overall i just thought the combat just felt very clunky to me i just wish it was tighter it was much tighter um but yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I don't really think it's it's my thing, and it just felt everything felt extremely like drawn out. Now playing with three people, I thought was pretty neat. So we had three of us running around and we're fighting this monster, and it's like, dude, we've been literally beating the shit out of this thing to the point where I actually kind of feel bad 
of how much I'm just beating the shit out of this thing. And we've been doing it for 20 minutes. This thing should have been, it just feels like it should have been dead like five minutes ago. It's like, fuck. It's not monster, it's monster hunter. It's not like creature hunter you don't you don't you don't hunt little little creeps man i know you're but hunting dude, we were, huge fucking monsters three people three people beating the shit out of this thing like this thing had no chance mm. i mean it was it was it was neat though like tracking him down and, and all that stuff but uh we ended up doing I mean, there's different styles of hunting. Like, there's, there's a, like the tracking him yeah. down and like y- using traps and stuff. That's that's a whole other part of the game and using specialized ammo and that, all that kind of stuff. All the like the preparation work you can do before the hunt is all, yeah. is is cool stuff too. And I I get that. Also, like the game just doesn't at least the beta. Yeah, it, know, it was probably a, be... it was probably a bad chunk to like slice out for for a beta. I think that I think yeah. that beta was like made for people who already like Monster Hunter, not people who are new to it. Potentially, yeah, because there I I I was like I know there's like so much more that we can do. I just don't know how to do it. Like I need someone to show me or a tutorial or something because I'm brand new to this stuff. Like yeah, I could spend the time figuring it out myself and all this stuff that could be fine but you know i i just don't have the time to do it right now um i thought the game doesn't really look the best but i know there's it, like also take this with a grain of salt of like there's still over a month of development left and they can make this thing so much better the game like it had moments of like where I was like, wow, that actually looks pretty cool. And, you know, you see all these creatures walking around, they're doing their thing, and it's like, that's cool. Or we we were tracking the monster, and we were going through this, like, swampy-looking area, and all of a sudden this other big monster comes out of the, the water. And I was like, wow, you know, like, that stuff's cool. But then at one point, we were fighting the monster, and there was these, like, fucking bat-flying things. I don't know what, what they're actually called. But their animations just looked atrocious. Like they looked something straight out of like a PS2 game. And I don't know if that's like Monster Hunter's thing. So get mad at me if if you want. But I was like, I just wish it just looked a little bit better in some departments. I'm not saying it's like the worst looking thing in the world. But one thing I did like, though, is you get a kitty cat. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to bring up next. Like how much time did you spend making a cat? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't too many options, like, of, like, customization stuff. Like, there was a few, like, skins and stuff, but and then the uh, I thought all of them were fucking awesome. I'm like, dude, give me the cat. But then if you have three or four people, you don't get your cat anymore. But but it was fun, uh, you know, because we did it at, with two people. So it was me and Rufus and one of our buddies and one he named his dude. I forget Mm. skipper or something like that skip it's like we're just yeah skip we're just beat the shit out of stuff and run around i can see where people can love this but for me like i almost feel like i need somebody to just grab me by my dick and just show me everything oh i'll grab you by your dick and show you everything you, are, you know, you are playing Monster Hunter World with me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. I'm not 
fully putting it off of like I might I'm not going to play this game because when we were playing with three people and we really had it going sort of thing I was like this is cool like there we had one dude who, who was like a range guy another one beating shit out of him. I jumped up on a rock and did this jumping attack and I'm like on top of the monster you know doing a bunch of attacks and then he falls over and then we do a bunch more damage and like that stuff was pretty thrilling I felt you know and we did not complete the last the last oh yeah game. that I, I saw and some also, video like, of that and I'm sure there's a way to do it. I, we, being noobs and new players to this franchise, had no fucking way. We we had no idea how to do it. Um, just playing the beta of like, y- you're fighting a monster and then they want to run away. Mm-hmm. But they're faster than you, some of them. Yeah. So, so then, like, how how do you get around that? Like, we didn't know how to do that, so it was just really annoying to us. Of like oh my god this thing's running away again i just got here and then we find it just a little bit and, oh my god it's running away again and it's like fuck you know like i'm sure there's ways to trap it and do all all that stuff yeah you can set it like they're different know how to do any of that there are different you know? kinds of traps like they're like net traps or like pitfalls and stuff like that but a lot of the time you're you're chasing it back to its lair uh, where it's trying to yeah, rest, and, and, right? And I think that that's a natural part of the hunt. That's like the last stage of the hunt where where it, where it retreats. Um, so it, I'm trying to I'm trying to get get trying to figure out a way to explain this. Like those hunts that you were doing, those are like gigantic monsters. A lot of the hunts that you do, like the the, the everyday st- like the the normal stuff, uh is like you hunt smaller monsters and smaller monsters don't take nearly as much to kill and it's usually just one fight Mm -hmm. and it's just like one fight you don't have to travel from area to area to fight it uh and like there are other ones where like you might be against like a huge monster but you need to break off certain parts of it so you just target certain parts of that monster to like maybe break its horn off or something like that and you collect that and you go deliver that like it, it what what this beta failed to do is like actually show like it's it failed to like introduce players to monster hunter it also failed to like show the scope of like the different kinds of missions or things that you do in the in monster hunter exactly like if i saw more of that than maybe you know i I wouldn't be sitting here and saying i just felt really annoyed playing it you know i i would still have my grievances with the controls and i just think some of the buttons of like you do multiple things with some of the buttons like you're you press I'm sure there's different control schemes. I, I was just playing with default. But you press X to evade, but then you press X to crouch as well. But you have to be fully stopped to crouch. It's like, I don't know. Well, just, there, some of the things like that just drove me nuts. <laughs> there isn't any there isn't any uh, situation where you should be wanting to crouch instead of evade. Because if you're trying to crouch, that means you're trying to sneak up on a target. So you should Correct. be you should be slowing down, and I guess slowing to a stop might be might be a I don't know it, that that might be a bit much, but I, I think that it's very deliberate that like yeah if this button does a certain thing if you're not if you're not like if you're not actively trying to evade like moving around and stuff and 
I, I don't know. It, stuff like that just makes sense to me as a Monster Hunter player because it's 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 really taking it's taking into account different stages of like hunting a monster. Like this just felt like like it's a Dark Souls situation of like if you actually sat down and really invested time to figure out and learn how to play those games, I'm sure they are magical. And but just jumping in immediately like like even the the first quest, I was which is the easy one. I, I was still like Oh, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Like, like I get you. Like you're tra- tracking footsteps and all this stuff, but I'm like, I know there's so much more you can do. I don't even know how to do it, sort of thing. But oh, we'll see. So, Monster Hunter games traditionally have like a, a long, like a lengthy tutorialization of the game. Like, I, I hmm. went back. I've recently gone back and like started over in Monster Hunter Four because I just got that itch to play some more Monster Hunter. And uh, yeah, there's like. A shit ton of missions early on that are just yeah tutorializing and teaching you the different parts of the game and the different yeah. types of the missions and i hope they do the same thing for monster hunter world uh again with the beta it's you didn't get to the part that's actually the most satisfying which is cutting up the monsters and collecting like all the all their parts and stuff and then going back to town and like crafting and stuff like that and it, i think that that's another huge part of the game that's just yeah you don't see in a beta like this. Yeah, I'm sure. There was some really cool, like, environmental stuff. Like I said, like, there was some some rocks, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder if I can get up on that rock and jump on a, jump on a monster, and I ended up doing that, and that was really neat. But we were fighting in, like, a forest-like area, and I had a bow, and I could shoot the monster and then shoot up, and it'll start all these rocks to start mm-hmm. crumbling down on top of them. So that was really cool. And then if you press like triangle and circle at the same time, your character Charge does shot. like some little spinny thing. He charges something up and he shoots these like three real big shots right, right into his ass. Mm. Felt nice. Yeah, like the different all the weapons play completely differently too. Like it, fe- like each weapon has its own feel and stuff. Right, Are I you like- always timed? on Uh, these hunts you are but uh normally it isn't timed as strictly as it was i know what was it like 20 minutes it was 20 minutes yeah it's it's normally like an hour it's normally an hour timed which i know for the first and second quest weren't that bad like we got them all done pretty easily and quickly but the last one i'm like dude this is not a 20 minute thing like holy hell (laughs) did you ever run into the situation where huge monsters fight each other I saw it when I first started playing by myself. I did see that. I thought that was very interesting. So I, I think, like for the, that last one, I think what you were supposed to do was try to like you were try. I think you were tr- supposed to try to like push it into an area where it would come where it would come sense. across uh, another monster and have to fight that, so you have another source of damage against it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think that's that's another thing that's going to be fun to watch is just monster fights. Yeah. It's like two giant kaiju fighting. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we'll see. Like I said, don't, don't take my impressions, you know, with, take it all with a grain of salt. Because this is my very first experience with Monster Hunter. But I, I, the one thing I'll say, though, playing it, was like, dude, I cannot imagine playing this on a 3DS. Oh like, yeah, it's it's a little bit. 
it, 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 it just sounds rough. ridiculous to play on a 3DS. <laughs> um, what else did you play? I've played a lot of stuff recently. Frank, I finished Assassin's Creed Origins. All right. I literally would not let myself play anything else. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to play this game, but I just want to fucking finish this game. And I was just like, oh my god, that dude, that game does not end. And it got to a point where, like, I was like, man, this game just keeps going and going and going. But I kind of liked it. Like, I think the story towards the end actually gets pretty good and better. It gets better than than most Assassin's Creed games and kind of probably one of the better stories, I think, since, you know, the Ezio trilogy. Um, I, I think the way some of the, you know, origins of the assassins and how that comes to be is, is pretty neat. And it, it, as someone that has played all the Assassin's Creed games, I thought that was pretty, pretty, uh, cool to see. And, you know, the modern day stuff, it's better than what they've done in the past, but they didn't build it out enough and do enough with it. But they have definitely set it up to where they could do some more with it and almost do how they, had the first few games set up and have an interesting story told in the modern day. And it seems like that's what they were trying to do, but they just didn't do enough with it. And, you know, I see why there's a lot to do in the main game. And that is Assassin's Creed. That's what people want, you know? So we'll see where that stuff goes, but it's not a bad game. And I thought some of the boss fights towards the end were like really fun. And especially, I guess the very, very last boss fight of fighting. I'm not going to say who he is, and I don't even think it matters, even if I The lion? Yeah. You know, the lion, that was interesting, but also the dude, you fight him twice. Um, He's swinging some maces around and all kinds of stuff. I thought that was a very intriguing boss fight. And the first time you fight him, I totally whooped his ass. And then the second time... He whooped my ass like three or four times before I finally got him. I'm like, what is the difference here? I literally – it's the same fight and I literally just kicked your ass like an hour ago. Um, it, but it brings in some interesting characters and you know, some interesting twists towards the end. It just goes on for a really long time, like a really long time, dude. Like you finish – the game opens up, gives you four main story – quest to follow you finish them and you're like i gotta be close and like you have at least another five or six hours after that it's like fuck hell yeah there's a lot of game in there there is a ton of game in there and i literally have seen half the map and and i finished the game and i'm like level 36 i think like holy hell there's just so much going on here uh it, it's it's not bad, and there's a lot of stuff that they can certainly build on from here. You know, this game kind of changed up Assassin's Creed, and from here, I think they can build on a lot, and we'll see where it goes for sure. I'm just glad it's done. Hmm. I just need a break from that fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, I, I was just like, no, I, I can't. I'm not. I'm not playing anything else. I'm playing this game. And I'm finishing it. Hmm. 
played some of that Fortnite Battle Royale 50v50. Oh, I was about to ask, how how is how is 50v50? Dude, it's wonderful. <laughs> I fucking love it. I am so sad that this is a limited time mode. Like they have to put this in. It's I think the the regular battle royale, you know, playing by yourself or with a squad or something, it is more fun. It's more intense. But there's something that's fun about a fifty fifty v fifty team, and the circle is getting smaller and smaller. And you're looking up, and you're like, dude, there's still thirty five people left. And the circle's getting pretty small, and you know it's going straight towards Tomato Town. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're all going to converge at. And you go to Tomato Town, and one team has just so much shit built. Just these monstrosities of fucking structure. And you're like, man, there is no way we're getting into that. Uh, it, it is fucking thrilling at times. And we got to a point in one of our matches where there's two matches to just really, really stand out to me. <clears throat> one, the first one we played, it got down. There was 26 people left on our team and three people on theirs. And, and the circle was so small. There was literally 26 people running around in one space, one spot. And we couldn't find three people. Oh, which and one? then eventually when one of them popped out, you had 20 people just <laughs> shooting his ass. <laughs> Just trying to get the kill. It was like there's <laughs> no way any of this was going to happen. But but it was so funny because we're just walking around. Everybody's building shit. Everybody's going in every every room and every building. It's like we got to find this guy, and we just couldn't for a while. And then eventually it all went down. And then the other one, it got to a point where we were about even the whole time, and I think it got down to it was about twenty v twenty, somewhere around then. We were still pretty close, and. We, our team was already building a ton of shit in one of the towns. I forget which town. Uh, inside the circle, and we, our whole team ended up meeting up there, and we saw some dudes around the outside and everything, and and we were picking them off, and I'm like, you know, we 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 might be okay. We have a lot built here, and but we could be attacked on literally all sides. And that's not where the circle went. The circle went to the town right to the right of us. And right when we realized that's where it was going to go, we looked over and they were building so much shit. And so then we all had to go up the hill to the other town and they were just picking us off left and right. Like it was horrifying. Uh, And we, me and one of our buddies ended up just running into this building and we're like – what do we do now? Like they're everywhere. Like we're totally fucking screwed. And we're like, and and we're just like popping shots out of the window. And we almost got a few guys, but we didn't get them. And they got away from us. And then we ended up just being like, all right, fuck it. Let's try to just sneak into this house. We walk in the door. They had a trap set literally right above the door. Boom. Takes one of us out. And then right away, just from a few angles, just getting, fucking assault rifle fire from all sides it was like oh man it was like dead even like 20 v 20 and i think they ended up still having like 15 people left dang just because they 
we figured out the right spot to sit in mm-hmm. and we didn't and we wasted all of our resources building in one spot and that sort of stuff is just really really cool i i really hope they keep this game mode in at some point i i wonder if they're you know putting it in there to just test it to see how people do but 50 v 50 is a fascinating fucking thing and i think having the options of the normal thing or the 50 v 50 is there's nothing wrong with that and that that's great and kind of some really good stuff there it's great oh boy you gotta play it dude you would love it all right i do i knew to need to play it <laughs> maybe we can do that tonight maybe if we have time essentially i am off so i will be on okay um let's see what else i play just really quick i played two other things i played I finished Destiny 2 Curse of Osiris' story, which the final mission is so bad. It is so fucking bad. And the final boss fight is just so destiny. And I say that of like, you know what you're doing. You're dunking an orb and you're shooting a fucking dude and then you're doing it all over again. It's like, oh my god. And what you're fighting against, like you should not be it should not be that easy. It was just so fucking frustrating. Ah, oh, God. Yeah, that that DLC is is not not the greatest, and there's some other things with Destiny that we'll get to at some point. But yeah, it's I have not played any of the Crucible maps yet. I will eventually. I didn't hop in because of what happened over over past weekend. So. Bungie handed out a weapon, a Curse of Osiris weapon called the Prometheus Lens through Zer. It's it's a trace rifle, trace rifle. So it's just firing a giant laser beam, and you go into Crucible, and you're killing people in literally like a second and a half. Like, and, and so they called it. They didn't fix it, and they called it Laser Tag Weekend, and everybody was using that. And you could look at it and be like, "That's that's fun. That's something that's just kind of neat." But then you can look at it from somebody that didn't buy Curse of Osiris and go, that's awful. Like, that's so shitty for them, you know? And they said that they will give the weapon a proper play test here soon, and it'll be fixed in January. Which, that part there, a proper play test, like, what the flying fuck so, are these guys doing? You didn't test it before you put, the, put it in the game? Oh my god. Like, I know. You didn't do the thing. You, someone didn't do their job, and you're just going to be casually like, yeah, we're just going to actually do that later. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. And then the other thing I played very, very briefly last night, jumped into Overwatch's uh, Winter Wonderland event that they're doing. Which uh, just started, right? Correct. Two days ago, I believe. And played... Uh, the new game mode, the Yeti Hunter thing, which is the worst game mode that they have put in for these events. It is just incredibly boring. You have five Mays going after a Winston. One Winston. And the Winston runs around and tries to collect meat on the map. And the meat makes him stronger and gives him his ultimate. And when... He gets his ultimate. He's like way stronger than in the base game. So you could die in like a one hit kill. But you're going against five maze. What do you think is going to happen? They're just going to track the fucking thing down and constantly freeze it over and over again. And 
This is just a really lame game mode, in my opinion. So then we hopped over and played Maze Snowball from last year, and that's still fun. I like that game. Okay. That's a goofy, goofy game mode to jump into, play a few rounds, pop out of it, because you can have some pretty nasty shots. They put There's another map that they opened that game mode up for, um, but it's a map we all played on. I'm forgetting what, it, what the map is, but... Yeah, that's what I played. Played a lot of stuff. I'm gonna just quickly gloss over a couple other things I played. I played. I started off playing a farming simulator. Oh it, boy! It was on sale, <laughs> so I was like, "Why the fuck not?" I and I, I may or may not have had a few drinks before making this decision, but <sighs> it's a farming simulator. You go, you go you go uh, you you plow the field, you fertilize it, you cultivate it, you plant your seeds, and you wait for it to grow. So you slaughter uh, some chickens and cows and shit. So you can uh I don't think you slaughter them, but you can uh <laughs> you can uh, you can have livestock like and you have to feed them and water them and clean up their feeding trough and all that stuff and you can make manure if you combine straw and their shit. Yeah. Can you relate to it? I mean, I, I'm not (laughs) from being where we grew up. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's, I I see a lot of, a a lot of the same things and it's, it's a little bit nostalgic in that way since I've been away for a while. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I am going to spread shit all over this field. (laughs) (laughs) I bet it smells really bad. (laughs) Is there any, uh, Amish DLC? Uh, I didn't really look at the DLCs. There's like it. The base game comes with two maps. One's an American map. One's a Russian map. Whoa! Yeah, you can be a Russian farmer. Right. Sure. Or yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it's Russia. It's either Russia or Poland. I, I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> pretty sure it's Russia to get that in to make Russia look good. But yeah, it's 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 one of those games, and you go sell your whatever crop you grow. I I'm right now I'm growing barley because I I, I believe in good malt liquor. Uh, Can you grow some weed, man. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's a thing on the PS4 game. I'm pretty sure that's that's a that's a mod. Uh, actually, PS4 does have mods. I didn't actually explore the mods. Ooh. Maybe I should. But yeah, it's it's that you 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 start off. You have to lease your vehicles, but eventually you can buy your own tractor and actually own your equipment. Fuck yeah. You can hire farmers to actually do the work for you, and that, that comes at a cost. But if you, like, put your plow on your tractor and you drive it up to a field, you can hit a button and just hire a worker to do it. And you can come back later and do the next thing if you don't like a certain certain uh, part of the process. Can I get me a hot John Deere? Uh, that, that isn't a brand in the game. Oh, no way I'm buying this then. Fuck <laughs> that. Yeah, I, I kind of wish it was, though. There are other brands, like you can get a steel chainsaw. You can cut you can cut down trees. You can do you can do some do some lumberjacking. Love lumberjacking. Oh, yeah. But yeah, farming simulator. It's pretty it's pretty chill. I also jumped into Call of Duty World War II. They're doing their winter event kind of thing. They put a Christmas tree in Normandy on, on the beaches of Normandy. They and they have they have new boxes for you to open. And they they have a couple of winter themed maps too. Any new ones or uh, just same skin, same map? Just I, skin. 
I swear one of the maps was new, but it might also be because I didn't play that game mode very much. Uh, there was a kill confirmed map that I that I didn't recognize, but I don't play kill confirmed that often. Except they had an order for me to go do that, uh, and rewarded me with a rare box. So I decided to go do that. Ooh, rare box. Yeah. I don't know. The game's still it's still multiplayer. It's still still Call of Duty. It yeah. still sometimes makes me rage and other times makes me laugh my ass off. Yeah. You can either have the most fun or the least fun playing. Oh, I, I, I... It's not a whole lot in between. I, I want to make it known that I have consistently had the least fun on the Arden Forest map. Hmm. That's that map has like three lanes and all the lanes have a pinch. It's all three lanes are pinch points like so they could you can logistically have yeah. all three lanes just pinned down. Right. Is that the one with snow everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I know which one you're talking about. That one's not not fun. I don't like the one with all the trenches. I forget which that one. Pun- what that one's called. Pun- yeah, something like that. That's the one I I can't stand. I don't know. I li- I, I like to be funny on the map, run around with a Panzer Shrek, and just blow myself <laughs> up in someone else. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are the games I played. Hey, uh, before we start here, uh, we made a little bit of a mistake. NPD numbers released right after we were done recording, so. Instead of waiting until next week to give you the NPD numbers, I decided that I'll just record this little interstitial, insert it in here, and uh, and you guys can enjoy it. Sorry, Tyler can't join in on me with this, but I'll do the best I can. So, here are NPD's top games for November of 2017. Uh, at number 20 is Just Dance 2018. At number 19 is WWE 2K18. At 18 is South Park The Fractured Butthole. At 17 is Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus. At number 16 is Mario Kart 8. At 15 is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. At number... 14 is The Sims 4. Grand Theft Auto makes its appearance at number 13 on this list. Followed by Middle Earth Shadow of War at number 12. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon take 10 and 11. At number 9 is Destiny 2. At 8, Need for Speed Payback. Number 7 is FIFA 18. Number six is Super Mario Odyssey. Into the top five, we have Madden NFL 18. At number four is NBA 2K18. The third game here is Assassin's Creed Origins. Star Wars Battlefront 2 comes runner-up to Call of Duty World War II, which tops out the month. Call of Duty uh, becoming the best-selling console video game in 2017 that extends its streak to nine years in a row of being the top video game sold in North America. 
it is worthy of note that Super Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8, and Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, do not include digital sales as they are not provided to the NPD to report on. Those were the top 20 games of November 2017. Uh, I will now allow you to listen to the rest of the show. Enjoy it. Uh, the Game Awards happened. They did. Yeah. But you're going to have to wait a moment or pay an extra bit of money to hear about the Game Awards because uh, the FCC voted to repeal net neutrality. So give us money or you're going to just have to wait. Fuck that, dude. It hasn't been passed into law yet. They're going to have to go to court. But Federal Communications Commission has voted in favor of, of repealing net neutrality. They all for the dollar. They sold our asses out to the telecom companies. They did. I mean, there's not very many companies out there that would want net neutrality to actually go through. You know? Even like Netflix is super disappointed in this. So there's even some very large companies out there that are like, no, this should not happen. And I just don't understand why it's even trying to be a thing. You know, obviously there's the whole – this was an Obama thing and now we have Trump in office. But it wasn't really even an Obama thing. It's a thing that started earlier than Obama that Obama just tacked on some extra stuff for. Yeah, and it's like – it's just fucking ridiculous. It, it's just going to completely, in my opinion, the way I look at it, I just think it's really going to ruin a lot of innovation in a lot of stuff like that. And, you know, we're moving to an all digital society. We're moving, everything is moving more and more digital, less physical, less paper, blah, 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 blah. And what are we going to fucking do now unless we just pay for it? Just pay for it. Fucking pay for everything. Why not? Fuck that, dude. It's ridiculous. I'm hoping that they lose their legal battle. Um, there are also, there's a huge list of states that are actually suing the FCC over this decision. Yeah. Your home state saw, inclu- uh, our home state included in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and I saw a lot of, like, you know, there's government even, people, senators and stuff, saying, like, well... If they're going to fuck this up, I'm going to try to pass a bill in my state that brings net neutrality back. I don't know if that'll work, but at least that's a great thought, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were you going to say? Uh, so, yeah, uh, even like some – this isn't even really a partisan thing. This isn't a, a very – this isn't even really a political thing. Like even like deep red states like uh, Mississippi are against it as well. And like it's – why the <sighs> if you it's, have so many states in large companies against it why are you even trying to do it you know <sighs> I just don't understand I just don't understand but there's so many things that go on in our government that I just do not understand and just makes no fucking sense it's a shitty fucking thing man it's really it can be very very harmful to the video game industry in my opinion, it's just—it's harmful to the world. It's not like it is. Let's let's not even be like let's 100%. not let's not even just look at the video game industry itself. This is gonna this is gonna harm everyone. It's with like unless you have money, 
like a lot of money. It's I don't. So, Percent. what what this does? It, there's going to have rippling effects across like multiple different things, like education and other industries as well. Yeah. Like it's it's going it's it's bad. It's bad. We're in a we're we're living in the worst timeline right now. We are, and it's just. It's an incredibly unfortunate thing. It, it, to me, the most sickening part was that they repealed this and then they're celebrating it. Yeah. Those guys. And it's like you are literally the only three people celebrating this in the whole fucking country. <laughs> like nobody is celebrating this. This is fucking stupid, dude. I hope he gets blocked. I really do. Yeah. It, but but it, I, I don't have much hope in it being blocked. Uh, but now, for your regularly scheduled programming, the Game Awards! Yeah. That happened. It did. There were some announcements. And uh, we'll go over some of them if my shit ever loads here. Well, pay $5 and maybe you can fucking see it. You know what? I'm already noticing the internet getting worse, so... Uh, yeah. Well, I have it up here because I have money and I paid the $5, so I'll, I could start. That's great. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're mostly going to go over just the game announcements here. Uh, you can go check out who won all the awards. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild won Game of the Year. Um, Bayonetta 3 got revealed. Yeah, Sorry about your luck. If you want that to come to PS4, and if you were thinking if they were going to make a third one, it's going to come to PS4 only on Switch. Yeah, that sucks. Fade Silence got revealed, uh, which will eventually be coming to PS4. This is from uh, it's a THQ Nordic game. It's the one that uh, leaked survival. Right? Exactly, this is what we started the show with last week. That officially got announced. That's out in early access now. In the Valley of Gods got revealed. This is from the developers of Firewatch, Campo Santo. Uh, I thought this was really cool. I thought it was a well done trailer and, and everything. And basically, it's it's you and another character. You're going to be going through Egypt, uh, and so instead of having someone in your ear like Delilah from Firewatch, you're going to have somebody with you all the time. And you know, I thought Firewatch was a fantastic game that just did not stick the landing. And you know, they're good writers, and I it's all about story driven stuff. Uh, with with something like this, and I, I'm excited for it. Mm. 2019. Uh, I like uh, video games are now uh, pivoting to Egypt. Yeah, that's like the new thing. Uh, From it's all, it's software all cycles. Teased, yeah, definitely. Uh, From software teased something. Uh, they Thank had you. like a very very short trailer that said shadows die twice, and there was a blade and a rope and. Uh, some people are thinking Bloodborne too. A lot of people are thinking Potentu. I'd be down for Tenchu. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I played the Tenchu game on Xbox 360 early on, which wasn't an amazing game, but fucking that was a lot of fun. And, you know, hey, I would love to see a modern day Tenchu game. It's been a really long time. Mm. Plus, like, From Software is like a totally different developer than they were back then in those days you know dark souls in bloodborne really kind of transformed them as developers so i think whether it's bloodborne or tenchu or some new who gives a shit probably be 
pretty awesome. And this next one's the one I'm really excited for. Yeah, I, I got really excited for this one too. Soul Calibur Six is coming out next year on PS4. Finally, yes. It's been a long time since we've gotten a Soul Calibur game. I did not play five. I played the shit out of four, uh, and I played a lot of Soul Calibur back in the day. I think a lot of people played Soul Calibur two. Um, so it's it's awesome to see this franchise come back because I honestly thought it was maybe dead. You know, I. I am so happy for this. Soul Calibur is like that is the fighting game that I that I like to play. Like I, there, I sure I can like jump around and have fun and like what uh, fucking Injustice or Street Fighter. I, I I can have fun in those games, but Soul Calibur is one of those games that like I like to get into. Yeah, me too. And when I was younger, you know, I played Soul Calibur and I played Dead or Alive. And I played the shit out of Soul Calibur. Like, that was the thing for me. Uh, it's great. Sweet. We'll be able to fight each other now. We will, yeah. I was looking to... A few months ago, I was looking through all my really old Xbox 360 achievements. And I was like, Soul Calibur, hmm, what did I do in that game? Because I had a lot of points in it. I'm like, hmm... Apparently, I, like, beat the game on a hard difficulty and all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, whoa! Like... I don't remember being that good at Soul Calibur, but I guess I was. There, there's a few things I go through my old achievements on 360, and I'm like, dude, I suck at games now. Like, I apparently used to be pretty fucking good at some of these games, but not anymore. Like, I would not do that to myself right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we got a new game called Witchfire from the developers of The Vanishing of Ethan Carter and also Painkiller and Bulletstorm. Yeah, uh, when it popped great. up... The Vanishing Ethan Carter, and then they start shooting shit. I'm like, why? This is such a shift. But I think that's a pretty pretty cool thing. This game looked neat, it looked like a kind of just shoot 'em up sort of thing. And I like could be fun to play. Yeah, got World War Z video game coming out. I think you're a little too late on that. Yeah, a lot Sorry, too guys. late. <laughs> yeah, um, it's not on here, but they announced a few VR games too. They announced Accounting Plus, which I didn't really understand that, but I don't. Is it like a Rick and Morty thing, or like what the fuck is that? No, you I know, I wouldn't know if it was a Rick and Morty thing because I don't watch that show. Yeah, like I, I literally don't even. It was some animated thing. I, I didn't really understand what it was. They announced a Rick and Morty VR game, um, and. The title some like virtual reality, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, and they announced Vacation Simulator, which is a new game from the guys that made Job Simulator. That could be fun. Mm. We got some some uh, updates for some existing stuff here. Probably the 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 highlight of the show, and the oh. thing people talk about the most God. is uh, Joseph Fares. The developer of a way out. He was very enthusiastic at E3, and really? he was extremely enthusiastic at the Game Awards. Oh, yeah! He, uh, he got up there and totally, completely went off script, saying like "fuck the Oscars, fuck the Oscars," blah, <laughs> and Oscars. Um, just middle finger to the camera. This is the real shit, man. Fucking video games, yeah. And uh, 
Uh, the one thing I thought was funny was he's like, this game doesn't have any of that EA shit in there. No loot boxes. But then he went on like, hey, they're giving me 100% of the money. They have been fantastic to me. And every publisher fucks up sometimes. It's like, yeah, I mean, you got a point there. I just I just really wonder if like someone was behind the camera like, dude, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't bring that up. But hey, I, I like how honest he is. This is very, very out there. I, I like his energy. You know what I mean? I think it's cool to have somebody in, in games that has energy like that. Because everybody's so just like, this is my message. You know what I mean? Mm. It's cool. A Way Out comes out March 23rd. Yeah. I am excited for that. Jeff Keighley was looking for a way out of that. He really was. Like It, it, it got a little bit awkward after a while. It did. It you know, I, I didn't think he, he did a fine job, but he definitely was like, hey, let's move on, dude. I got a show to run. You know, um, We got a very long trailer for Death Stranding. Oh, God. Yeah, it's that thing. We'll talk more about Death Stranding later because he did an interview with IGN and we'll we'll go over some of the stuff he said in that. But man, that game is bizarre. Yeah, and that's the thing. Watching this trailer, I was like, this is one of the coolest trailers I've ever seen, but I am so fucking confused, and I have no clue what's going on, but I am so intrigued by this personally. Because uh, they had, you know, you have Norman Reedus in there, and he's got babies, and there's a baby that does a somersault, gives a thumbs up in his body. They got these flappy thingies on their shoulders, and all the monsters, I guess monsters, whatever you they are, aliens, I don't know. Uh, they're like invisible, basically, which like, bro, bro, that could be very, very fun. Very cool. It's like, you don't see anything, but your fucking flappy thingies going off. It's like, uh, where is everybody? And then there's some gigantic one that ended up killing his friend, but his friend ended up stabbing himself multiple yeah, times. That was... Go watch the trailer. It is like, whoa. Yeah, you, 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 you tell us what the fuck is going on in there. <laughs> I have just absolutely no clue what's happening in that game. But when when Jeff Keighley said we have the longest premiere we've ever had at the Game Awards and then, you know, started off and it said, hey, day, Kojima game and, you know, the the font does the you know the death string like streaking down the screen i was like hmm maybe we're actually seeing just a little bit of gameplay of what this thing actually is but still we just got a very long trailer maybe that's all we're going to get what if we never see this game it gets a release date in a few years it comes out but we have never seen what you actually do in this game and he just gives us trailers like this Mm. but it's like an actual game Somewhere. Oh god! But nobody ever plays it up until it actually comes out. That would, I of anyone, I Why think not? Hideo Kojima has the weight to do yeah. that. I don't think he would do that. I, I think, I think we'll see uh, something. Next I don't year. think Sony will let him do that. That um, Decima engine, though. Oh yeah, beautiful. Can't wait to see that game with that engine. GTFO is a new game from the Payday uh, Payday developer and it's a four player co-op survival game seemed like it could be fun I love the name get the fuck out 
That's cool. Okay. Metro Exodus got a new trailer, which yeah, I wasn't too excited with this trailer, but we'll see. I, I want to play the Metro games. That's, Me too. That's a series I've kind of slept on. Yes. I have them. I just have not played them. They were, they've been on sale so many times. So many times. I might own them and just not know it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and then, yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, Sea of Thieves got a release date, another March game, uh, and then PUBG is officially coming out on PC December. That Xbox version, though. Whew. Looks rough. Oh, I don't know if rough describes that, bro. Uh, That's not looking good. Overall, though, I thought this was just a fantastic fucking show. It was my favorite Game Awards show. Like, they didn't... There wasn't very many like train wrecks or cringy moments or there really wasn't anything like that. I thought the announcements were solid. The awards were cool. A lot of the speeches were phenomenal, especially, uh, you know, I thought uh, the one that really got me was uh, I forget her last name, but Melina. Jurgens that did all the mocap and is the character for Hellblade, the main character. When she got up there, I was like, wow, this is fantastic. When she was saying, like, I've never done this before. This is the first time I've ever acted and all that stuff. It's awesome that she won that. Um, it just felt like, you know, of course, it's a subjective thing, but it felt like most of the time the games that won those awards have really deserved them. You know what I mean? So we'll see where it goes from here. But I, I really liked it. It was also the most viewed Game Awards show. It was up to 11 and a half million viewers, which is phenomenal. Great ratings. Like it's just, yeah. Excellent. Yes. Like Jeff Keighley really knocked it out of the park this year. It, to me, the best part about it was it was a night for three hours where – you just kind of forgot about all the bullshit that can go on in the world and in the video game industry specifically. And we just celebrated the people that made the games and, the, and how great of a year it was. And it was all about that. It was just positive energy the whole time and something that was phenomenal, I thought. I loved it. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the show as well. Uh, a lot of ads, but I guess that's how you pay for the show. Yeah, and I thought a lot of the ads too, though, they kind of made sense. Like it was all, you know, video games. You might buy some of them were even on sale. Like the one Bethesda ad they had was Oh, yeah, I, I like that safe player one. <laughs> that that ad was just golden. Bethesda's really great at marketing. Yeah, they are. They really are. They got a great marketing team over there. Give them a bonus, man. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was a fun night. Uh, although I I had to I had to go from that to a to the airport to catch a flight, <laughs> which yeah that that was a long day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I let's let's get back to the new news about Destiny. We we you talked about playing Destiny earlier. And there there were some problems with the Curse of Osiris. How how about you tell them tell tell the people about all. The whole shenanigans happening around that. Yeah, so Destiny 2 has been running into a ton of uh, endgame problems. And 
a lot of people just upset about it. And to make matters worse, if you didn't buy Curse of Osiris, you could not play the Prestige Raid or Prestige Nightfall or I believe even maybe Trials um, this past weekend. But, you know, Trials, that map rotates differently every weekend. But those two things you could not play because they raised the level cap because not the level cap and the the power level went up with the Curse of Osiris expansion. So if you didn't buy it, you're completely locked out of some endgame stuff. So if you're a – now, there's some – I just feel if you're a, if you're a hardcore endgame player, you're probably going to buy this anyways. So it might not affect you. But still, say you were an endgame player that – didn't have the money to get uh, Curse of Osiris, and, but you still play Destiny all the time because that's your thing. That's the one game you could play. That's something you couldn't do anymore, you know? And that's just shitty. It's a really shitty thing. And also it locked you out of trophies that you you just couldn't get anymore uh, because there's a trophy for beating the Prestige Raid or Nightfall. So you couldn't do that. You couldn't play Trials. Like that stuff sucks. So the prestige raid is going to go back down to power 300. Um, Trials of the Nine will only feature a Curse of Osiris map um, every once in a while. Um, let's see. In the Nightfalls, the Nightfall is going to remain at 330 though, which is the new power cap. Hmm. So you can play the raid, but you can't play the nightfall if you don't have the DLC. So kind of a shitty thing hmm. for sure. More stuff happening in Destiny, though. And this might be a little bit happier. They're doing, they're doing an update. <laughs> uh, they, they updated us with some news. They're doing a free comic. And they're doing an event called The Dawning. Which will begin on December 19th and go through January 9th. Uh, there will be, let's see, what else? It's going to decorate the tower and the farm. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else is going to be there. It, this image here sh seems to be showing off a game mode, but I can't read anything out of this that tells us what that is. Yeah. Uh, Mayhem's going to be back. The Mayhem game mode. That game mode can be a really fun time. So that's cool. Hmm. It seems about it so far. Maybe they'll reveal some more stuff. But the Dawning is usually a much larger event for Destiny. Kind of the cap off the year. But this seems, at least initially here, a little tame. Hmm. But it's something new. It is. And uh, have they been doing comics before? I don't remember. I don't know. I'm curious. Might have to look into that. Now, this next bit here. I kind of wish that we didn't know that this happened and they just did it. The Predator, yeah. the predator is going to... Well, I think it might be in there now, yeah. The Predator is out there in Ghost Recon Wildlands. That's exciting. I kind of wish I didn't know that. I kind of wish I was just playing <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands 
and the predator showed up. Yeah, like how how exciting would would that be? That would kind of light everybody on fire around this game. I mean, I still think it got a lot of people talking about Ghost Recon Wildlands, which is cool. And them doing some sort of event like this, that is awesome as well. I kind of want to go hunt the Predator. Yeah, we should go hunt the Predator. (laughs) Uh, It's going to be happening for the next several weeks through uh, January. But yeah, it's the Predator. (laughs) Who thought that would happen? (laughs) Like... that isn't a thing that you see coming. So absolutely, if that w- if they didn't announce that, like that's something that like would get uploaded and go viral on social media. Like I feel like they did themselves a disservice by announcing it. Yeah, it would have gotten better coverage on social media from uh, influencers. Uh, we'll see how people feel about Metal Gear Survive here next month. Yeah. It's getting an open beta. Yeah. Oh, boy. It's a... Wow. Okay. Uh, it's getting an uh, open multiplayer beta January 18th through January 21st. Yeah. It's... We'll, we'll see. We'll see exactly what that is. Yeah. I mean, it might not be a bad idea to just try it out for free, but I think it's them trying to get a little bit of a have a pop for this game because it has absolutely nothing <laughs> in terms of one. Yeah, a game, a Metal Gear without Kojima, who of oh course is working on that Death Stranding we talked about earlier, that trailer. Kojima yeah. did, a, did an interview about that game and revealed more about the gameplay of the game. So... There's this thing about death not being a thing in this game, or death not being a thing that you... It's not the way you traditionally experience it in most video games. So, uh, the gist of this is that when you die, you go to this alternate dimension or whatever the heck it is, uh, which is what you saw in the trailer, like you saw like the other dimension where all those monsters and shit are and that that rain that ages things that's yeah so you go you can explore that after you die and you can return to your body and then return to the world but it's not like it's not like you just restart before you died it's like the world is impacted by your death and your resurrection it's right on it's bizarre man it's, it's a different way of looking at a game and how death works in video games, and I, I really like that. Yeah. Um, apparently, the baby that washed up on the shore, the, the, the baby that we've been seeing in, this tra- in these trailers, it's all the same baby. Even the baby inside Norman Reedus is the same baby that was in the tank. Oh. I want to know what that baby's name is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think this whole concept of another thing they talked about called time fall is super fascinating. Mm-hmm. So instead of rain, it's time that's falling. Wow. So like things can be manipulated in just seconds. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, I guess like aging and plants growing and all that stuff. And that could be very cool. Mm-hmm. It could be a very cool like story thing. I'm I'm game. 
I the more I hear about this game, the more fascinated I am with Hideo Kojima and how he approaches game design and just what what he thinks of games and what yeah. they, what they can be and how they how they can work and how like how he wants to like uproot traditional things in video games and make something that's his own. Yeah, and I think him going off on his own and just doing a completely new IP. I mean, this is going to be awesome. Hopefully. Because some of these ideas sound genuinely very, very cool and different, you know? <laughs> and it's Kojima, and he takes a while to make his games. So, you know, looking back at, like, the other games he's made, it'll have polish to it, hopefully, you know? Yeah. Uh, he also likes to hear your fan theories, so just keep sending them to him. <laughs> <laughs> He, well, said, he can, says that's the mo- he says that's some of the some of the most fun he has in this. It's like <laughs> he, he likes having fun before the game's even released. So maybe he'll just keep making trailers forever. Yeah. So because he just has too much fun. But he says, right, one of the quote he says here is, "We're waiting for the right moment to show gameplay, but right now we're on track with the project." So that's that's great to hear. Yeah, I. <sighs> I am very curious about Death Stranding, but I also have patience because there's plenty of other fucking games I need to finish this year. Yeah. Mm. All right. So I think that's that's it for the news, unless you wanted to extrapolate on that on this interview any further. No, I mean, I think Death Stranding, you know, I think coming away from Game Awards and PSX and all that came out about it, I'm, I'm a, a lot more intrigued than I was before. Mm. But I, it just still very far away. Mm. Probably. And that game is not even released, but there are games that are not only out there in the wild, they're on sale, Tyler. You can get a discount on some video games. The holiday sale continues. And uh, apologies, last week uh, they didn't get the list out before we started recording. There was a holiday sale that went through uh, last week. Um, I got the the Jack and Daxter button. Like, they had that whole thing bundled for $40. Really? Jack 1, 2, 3, and Jack X for $40. Damn. Fuck. Well, then, it's down on that. But we got your back this week with these PlayStation Plus prices. If you want to join me out on the farm, Farm Simulator 17 is $20. Yeah. Alien Isolation for $9. Speaking of Alien, Alien is now owned by Disney. Oh boy! Yeah, that that whole thing happened. Disney bought Twenty First Century Fox today, or it's not official. It's could could be blocked by the government, but uh, there's a deal in place to buy Twenty Twenty Century Fox and a lot of their assets and stakes in Hulu and all that stuff for fifty two point four billion dollars. So Disney will own Alien, Predator, X Men, Fantastic Four, Avatar. Lots of things. No, the future is just full of monopolies, isn't it? It really is. It's like we're going to get fucked in the ass by corporations for the rest of our lives. And that's how it's going to be. But it's Disney, right? Sure. Next thing, you know, they'll they'll buy the rights (laughs) to our lives. They probably could. Somehow. 
Uh, Axiom Verge is ten dollars. Assassin's Creed Syndicate for twenty dollars, or the Ezio Collection for twenty dollars. Oh boy. I'm curious what I'll think, what I'd think of Assassin's Creed if I went back and played them. Uh, the premium pass is back up for fifteen bucks for Battlefield Battlefield, Battlefield yeah. One. Nice, hop on now. Oh, I think that DLC is out too. Ooh. Yeah, it is. Uh, Bro Force for three seventy four. Mm. Bullet Storm full clip edition for twenty dollars. If you want something from, uh, that's going to be similar to Witchfire that got announced. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to see what else. The Darkest Dungeon Crimson Edition that includes the Crimson Court. Uh, that's twelve dollars. Danganronpa B3 Killing Harmony, mm. forty two bucks. Duke Nukem twentieth anniversary world tour for five dollars. Destroy all humans one and two for four bucks each. Mm. Those are fun back in the day. Oh yeah. Enter the Gungeon, seven fifty. That also released on Switch today. Oh man, dude, that can be perfect for Switch. Oh, uh, Hitman Go for two dollars. Mm, right. Hitman Game of the Year edition for twelve bucks. You can get Grand Theft Auto Five and San Andreas in a bundle for. $37.50. Wow. It's not bad. Lara Croft Go for $250. That's a fucking great game. Mm. If you uh, like Lego games, they have a huge selection of Lego games happening here. Yeah. Undercover for 20 The Force Awakens, Star Wars The Force Awakens for 12 The Hobbit for 5 Batman Beyond Gotham for ten dollars or the deluxe of that for fourteen. Uh, Force Awakens deluxe is fifteen. Wow, yeah. Lego. Woo. Woo. Speaking of Kojima, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Definitive Experience for twenty bucks. Oh yeah. Uh, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor for ten dollars. Game of the Year edition. Two. Twelve bucks. Mm. Yeah. Game of the Year edition. Did you get Gang Beasts yet? Not yet. Hmm. No. Want oh, to? I want to play some Gang Beasts. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? Oh yeah. Oh man. Where? Hmm. No. Oh, no, no, watch no. Game of the Year edition for thirty bucks. I thought Hop I went to that event. Game, but I didn't. <laughs> um, bunch of pinball FX three baby. All those Ooh, tables. Balls. Yeah. Red Faction 2 in Red Faction for $3 each. Red Dead Revolver for $9. Whoa. Rhyme for 18 bucks. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh. Ooh, let's see. Street Fighter so 5 for $16. Holy guacamole, dude. Tales from the Borderlands for three seventy four. That is a fantastic game. It is. Check it out. A lot of games that start with the. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
The Walking Dead. Season Ooh. two for six twenty four. Michonne for four fifty. The complete first season for six twenty four. Michonne. Uh the Trine trilogy. We like seven fifty. Yeah. They're great to go up. They are. Get the whole trilogy for seven fifty. Oh man. What else is there? I think that's pretty much every a wipeout omega collection is fifteen ninety nine. I believe that's getting a VR add on. Yeah. Next month, I think. Yeah. That and uh, the last guardian has a VR experience out as well. Nice. That's it for the PlayStation 4 deals. Let's see if there's anything on Vita that we just gonna scroll over that real quick. Uh, okay. Let's see. Farming Simulator 18. If you want to take it on the go, their even games are mobile or on the mobile platforms. Their odd numbers are console games. So if, if you want to get 18, Farming Simulator 18 and farm on the go, you can get that for 15 bucks. <laughs> I learned a little bit about Farming Simulator from someone. You can get MGS two and three, both for three seventy four on Vita. Not bad. Yeah, it's a good sale, the holiday sale. Go check it out. There's also some movies. We aren't going over those. We already went over way too many games. Uh, I didn't see a list of games that released this week, but I do know one off the top of my head, which is Papers Please is finally out on Vita. Yes, and Okami HD is out on PS4. Mm-hmm. I believe Resident Evil 7's yes. Not a Hero DLC is out as well. That is correct. Yeah, video games. It's about the time for the holiday season where we'll have a lot of time to play them, a lot of time yeah. to think about our favorite games of this year. Oh, God, Tyler. Tyler, I was I was putting together a list of all the games that are contenders for my game of the year, or just even a top ten list for me. I came up with more than twenty games that would that might be in my top ten list. Yeah, it's a lot. God, it's been a good to, year. I have to justify why each one gets a place on my list. Yeah, but it's hard. When there are other games that I feel are just as good. Tyler, I'm having first world problems right now, man. <sighs> yeah. Too many well, good games. you and I need to come together here very soon, which we should probably talk about after this, so we can figure out a time to argue about the 10 best games of the year. Yeah, we'll pull the knives out. I'll, I'll, I'll pull a Monster Hunter Switch axe out on you. Right. It's an axe, and then it's a sword. Yeah, I love those things. The weapons in that game are so huge. Yeah, How they does are. Any human handle them, dude? It's a video game. Shut the fuck up. It's a video game, okay? I and gotta apply logic to this situation. And I that just it, don't understand. So, so yeah, it's yeah, they're heavy as fuck, which is why you're slow when you're wielding them. Why you need to put them away to run. But it's a video game. I shouldn't have to do that. But it's pull this video game on, on why they're so big. I'm gonna pull it right back, buddy. Yeah, it's a video game. 
it is that has weird video game logic. I'm looking forward to that game next year, man. We'll also have to look look ahead. Well, maybe we'll do one of those eventually after we get done yeah. with. We can't we can't look ahead to that yet because we have to focus on the task at hand, which is fighting over the best games of this year. Agreed. Uh, but we won't do that today. Sometime in the future. But until then, you can yell at us about your favorite games of this year at PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or at PS Report Podcast on Twitter. You can find me and all of my shit at the Arctic Sloth on most social media platforms, just the ones I want you to see. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, it's the end of the year time. What what are you guys doing at the end of the year over on Plugged On Vids? Uh, we're going to do game of the year, movie of the year, and a lot of different music stuff as well. Dang, that sounds like it'll be fun. Lists are fun, Tyler. <laughs> they are. We have six of them to make. The internet loves lists. They do. They get views. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and hopefully net neutrality stays a thing so we can keep uploading things contact your congressman tell them that this cannot happen but also you know it's the holiday time kick it back play your video games be good to each other and Tyler what do we tell people to do stay saucy mm-hmm.